0: Good morning, welcome to 49ers in 5, your daily update on everything happening with the team that you need to know. I'm Rob Stats guerrera Today is Tuesday, September 28th, 2021. Here's what's happening with your San Francisco 49ers. First, the injury updates. Defensive back Josh Norman has a lung contusion and was coughing up blood, but theoretically, according to Kyle Shanahan, there's a chance he plays next week. That's... Weird, but okay. Kwan Williams injured his calf early in this one. He's going to be out a few weeks. Javon Kinlaw and Eric Armstead are still going to be nursing their respective injuries that they've had all year long. And gulp. Here we go. George Kittle also has some calf tightness and is day to day. Yesterday was also the first Kyle Shanahan press conference after a loss this season. And I was interested to see just how much scrutiny he'd face from the notoriously soft 49ers press corps. Turns out, well, a little. At first, a lot of people, including me, crushed Shanahan for punting on 4th and 1 at midfield with about five minutes to go in the second quarter. Here's what Kyle said when he was asked whether he considered going for it.
1: Yeah, definitely. That, that's one I regret a ton. I was, I knew the whole time that we had two two downs there. Had that play called on the 3rd and 1, and I knew I was going to the quarterback sneak you guys saw in the 3rd quarter. I knew I was going to that on 4th down. But on the 3rd and 1... You know, I'm a little far away from it, watching from behind. And on the third and one, they yelled something on the D-line, which happens a ton, going on the first sound. And Max snapped it before our quarterback had snapped it um, based off the defensive call. So he was the only one who moved, and no one was quite ready and thought we lost a yard and a half on the play. So I definitely didn't want to call the call that I had on fourth and two. But I looking over. Trade Sermon did a good job of getting back to the line of scrimmage, and I should have stayed with my original feeling.
0: A few things there. First, I'm glad he was asked about the decision because it was an awful one. See, see people? Shenan doesn't bite if you ask him a real question. Second, I didn't love that answer though. So, I mean, he thought it was fourth and two or fourth and three and then he wanted to punt? Like, how about just call a different play other than quarterback sneak? That's allowed too. You can still get a fourth down if it's more than a yard, Kyle. You're not going for it there because it's only a yard. You're going for it because you want to keep your offense on the field, keep Aaron Rodgers off the field, and oh yeah, maybe score some points in a 10-point game at that point. Nobody in the league has cost him's team more in win probability this year than Kyle Shanahan, and that is not a new trend, by the way. Until he gets out of this Stone Age thinking and starts going for it more, he is actively making it harder for his own team to win games. Third, It was nice to actually see Kyle Shanahan admit a mistake for a change. Usually he gives you some form of, I've already considered that before the game, and so I had made that decision and I would do it again. Which I understand that thinking. You try and consider tough choices before the pressure's on in the heat of the moment so that you make the best possible objective choice. Well, I just can't remember the last time Kyle actually admitted to a coaching mistake during a game. Hopefully, he's examining himself and learning, and hopefully he admits to more and makes some changes. Now, after the game, people were talking about the 49ers leaving too much time on the clock for Aaron Rodgers. Kyle was asked about that as well.
1: We had a choice route called, which is a five-yard in route or out route based off of leverage by Sanu. And If he's not open, you're just going to go hit it to Juice on your check down. It's usually check downs at the best for about a five-yard gain, but Juice ran a hell of a check down and then ran over two people to score. Um... You know, so we had three timeouts, so I'm not telling Jimmy either to run it down yet. You want to get that under 30 seconds and inside the 10-yard line, and then you can control it with your own three timeouts. Um, But the only other option would have been to tell Juice not to score, which is something that you want to do. I mean, it took us seven plays in the second quarter to to score from inside the 11, five plays from the one to score. Um, So you want to make sure that you get those plays and everything, but we definitely weren't expecting to score on that play.
0: Now, I know that was a long answer, but I wanted to play the full answer for you because I've been critical of Kyle Shanahan, and it was only fair for me to let you hear what he had to say. I actually agree with that decision, believe it or not. I mean, yes, you don't want Juice to score there and leave all that time, but you also can never, ever, ever assume a touchdown under any circumstances. Kyle did what he could, right? He called a play that he thought probably wouldn't score, but also still had a chance to be successful. You don't want to just do nothing with it. Kyle Eustach just made a great play and broke a couple tackles and got into the end zone. I, I understand the thinking on Shanahan there. I don't criticize him because his guy scored a touchdown. We always give you one thing to read, one thing to watch, and one thing you might have missed. One thing to read on this Tuesday, a couple of tweets from Packers wide receiver Alan Lazard and Marquez Valdez-Scantling. They were mocking the 49ers for leaving too much time on the clock at the end of the game. You can check them out at NBC Sports Bay Area. I mean... Look, you can get mad at those guys if you want, but when you lose, people are going to talk trash, and that's what happens. One thing to watch, Kyle was asked if he was comfortable with Dre, Kirkpatrick, and Ambry Thomas having to play, considering all the injuries at defensive back. When he answered, Kyle said basically that he was cool with Kirkpatrick playing and that John Lynch is always looking for players. That doesn't necessarily sound too good for Ambry Thomas, and it could mean yet another new cornerback for the 49ers. One thing you might have missed, if you were hoping for San Francisco to trade for a defensive back, seeing as how injured they are, a lot of people were pointing to Jaguars first-round pick C.J. Henderson, who was their first-round pick in 2020. Your hopes were dashed yesterday because he was actually traded to the Panthers for a tight end and a third-round pick, so San Francisco will have to look elsewhere. That's a wrap on today's 49ers in 5. If you haven't done so already, please rate, review, follow the Niners Nation Podcast Network. Drop us a rating and a review if you care about this show at all. It really does help us get discovered on iTunes and other places wherever you leave your review. So if you like this show and you want to support it, that is one huge, huge thing you can do that doesn't take a lot of time out of your day but makes a big difference for us. Enjoy your Tuesday, everybody. I'm Rob Stats Guerrera.